0: Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tradies News in a Nutshell. It is Thursday morning, the 26th of May, 2022. Daniel Pedro with you for the next hour. hope you're all doing well. Very close to the weekend and the weekend of rugby league beginning tonight. I'll tell you more about that shortly with an intriguing game between the Melbourne Storm and the Manly Seagulls. Big show as per usual before. uh, Vossi and Brandy take over at 6am through 1170 Sydney and Padden Heels up there on 1620 gold. Coast and SCNQ. Number as per usual, still the same, 1300 01 1170, or you can text 0457 736 736. Going to have a chat to Brett Phillips shortly, a Champions League uh, preview as well in the next few minutes as well. So, plenty coming up. Let's get on with the show at one minute past five.
1: Hot, hot, the hot topic, thanks to Rheem. built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a REAM.
0: Yes, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot, and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Um, now, on 1300 uh, 01 1170 uh, or text 0457 736 736, I want to ask about great sporting families today. Uh, there are plenty uh, of great sporting families, and I want not just NRL related ones, not just. Uh, AFL, uh, any around the world. Great sporting families. Brandy mentioned a couple to me the other day, uh, one to do with the tennis going on at the moment at the moment. So great sporting families. Chance to win a uh, Velveline T-shirt as well. So on one one 1170 or you can uh, text 0457-736-736. Great sporting families for your chance to win a Velveline T-shirt. There's heaps of them around best suggestion uh, gets that Valvoline T-shirt. So uh, 1-300-01-1170 or you can text 0457. 736 uh, 736 to get in contact with me this morning great sporting families on this uh, Thursday morning now now NRL wise uh, and I've got a text already here from Jason about the NRL I'll get to them that in just a second but NRL wise we are underway for round 12 and we'll have a Champions League preview in just a second as well with Jonathan Gello, but uh storm start tonight Harry Grant he's been ruled out with an abductor injury suffered at training with Brandon Smith set to replace him Uh, So disappointing for uh, him, Uh, Brandon Smith takes his place. Jerome Hughes, he has been named at halfback, but is still in doubt with a calf injury. If he is ruled out, Tyron Wishart will switch to halfback. Alec McDonald has been cut from the bench. Um, And for the Seagulls team, Ruben Garrick uh, will replace injured star Tom Travojevic at fullback. Um, So there you go. And just a bit of news around the Raiders as well. Uh, Centre Jared Croker has been ruled out for round 12 and faces another stint on the sidelines after suffering a shoulder dislocation at his home. How many players are doing injuries at home at the moment? Uh, The Raiders reported Croker will have have to have scans to determine whether surgery is required. Well, that is very disappointing. Uh, he's been injury-plagued, uh, Jared Croker, recently. So that is that is a real shame. Um, you'll be able to hear tonight's game on SEN and looking forward to that with Matt White Tim Manor and Mark Carroll taking you through all the action from 6 p.m. tonight. Melbourne Storm up against the Manly Sea Eagles. 300 01 1170, or you can text 0457 I'll take you through the rest around 12 of the NRL shortly, and we'll have a full preview uh, with Charlie Goodsir tomorrow morning on the show, and we'll look back at tonight's game. But it's a big weekend in terms of football as well. The EPL might be done and dusted, but we've got the Champions League final on. The early hours of Sunday morning, and to talk about it, uh, I hope he's caught up on a bit of sleep since the last time we spoke, Jonathan Gallo. Good morning. Maybe he hasn't. Maybe he hasn't uh, caught up on that sleep. We'll get uh, back to John in just a second. Just some uh, technical issues uh, there, so we'll have a chat with him in a second. But it is a very very busy weekend. Let's try. Let's try John again now. Um, has he? Have you caught up on that sleep, John, from the other night? Oh, I
2: have, mate. I
0: have. I've uh, finally woken up and uh, here I am. Yeah. Yes, well, very, very good. And thank you for sparing time so early on in the morning once again. So, yeah, Champions League final kicks off 5 a.m. Sunday morning. So, uh, unlike last week when we had the EPL going on um, Monday uh, well, Monday morning, so it was hard for some people to stay up and watch it or maybe go out and watch it. Liverpool, Real Madrid, 5 a.m. Obviously, the majority of people here in this country will uh, probably know more about how Liverpool have done throughout the course of the season in Real Madrid, but uh, how do you see this one going? Liverpool have been so good through every different league, of course. Won the FA Cup a couple of weeks ago, came so close to winning the EPL uh, just the other day. Um, what do you reckon about this one? How do you think? It, how do you see it going?
2: Well, yeah, I think this one's got the potential to, uh, to go all the way, really, in terms of potentially going to, to penalty shootout possibly it's mm. it's so evenly split between both sides um, you really can't you know differentiate between the strengths and weaknesses too much i think with uh, liverpool yeah looked at their fast pace that they're in your face 24/7 as we know and as we've seen from their EPL season so far and also their FA Cup benches. Yeah, they've gone and won, won the double in the cup tournaments both the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup and this is their their final major trophy now that, that the EPL's finished they will want to uh, go for. I suppose a lot of Liverpool fans will be expecting, you know, somewhat of a response from Liverpool, given uh, you know their, their failings in the EPL in a way, because they want to go for another their final major trophy. And mm. um, I don't think Jurgen Klopp would like to just walk away with two cup tournaments under his belt. He'd want to go for at least one major trophy, either the EPL or the Champions League. And now the EPL is over, the Champions League is something that they can uh, purely focus on now and get on with the job. albeit They've got a space of a week to prepare, I suppose with Real Madrid, the slight advantage they have is they've wrapped up their La Liga two or three weeks in advance already so they've been somewhat rotating their squad, resting their key players probably looking over a lot of footage of Liverpool in preparation for this Champions League final well in advance so they've probably had somewhat two or three weeks up their sleeves to prepare and I think that's going to be a massive advantage that- for Real Madrid as well, so... Mm. It's, uh, it's, it's two teams who are very well prepared, very well coached as well, and uh, no doubt, I suppose, it'll be a bit of a cagey fair for at least the first 45 minutes.
0: And, John, it's a bit of a funny year when it comes to football around the world, and I'll just ask you in a bit about the A-League Grand Final, if you even knew it was on, uh, which doesn't seem to be very popular at the moment. But the A-League. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, But it is a funny year because we've got the EPL that's just finished up. Now, we're in a World Cup year. Now, usually uh, the World Cup would begin, what, probably in the next three or four weeks, but that's not happening. It's at the back end of the year, so it's still only six months away, Um, but it's still six months away. So we're going to have the EPL uh, season probably restart in August and then take a break. So it's a year that, and I know we'll probably have some friendlies and some World Cup qualifiers for the teams that still haven't qualified for the World Cup yet, but it is a bit of a strange year in terms of the international schedule and just the overseas schedule in Europe. Yeah, that's right. That's
2: right. It's such a a long break. As you said, now between the end of the season for all these players and their international uh, World Cup come the end of the year now, which is going to be in, in host in November December time. So, look, it's you know it's, it's something that's a bit unusual, I suppose, but in a way it'll let the players you know refresh from what's been a long season, and a lot of the great players that will be on on display at the tournament, the World Cup the end of the year will be. You know, players that are from those bigger teams who have had to go through such long uh, long seasons already. You know, teams from Liverpool, Man City, Real Madrid. You know, there's a, there's a lot of players, great players, international level, that we want to see at full fitness. Mm. Otherwise, it doesn't really make the World Cup all that special we, when half of them are out injured and half of them are, are tired and, and obviously we have all had long seasons. So this will probably help refresh, reset the buttons a little bit and go again, come end of year, to make the World Cup, uh, you know, all the more special and... Yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to the World Cup. I think everyone is in, in football and, and around the world. Even if you're not involved in football, uh, and this will just uh, give us a little taste in the Champions League because these are two great teams are two wonderful players.
0: Yeah, counting down the days until uh, the World Cup. Going to be very, very good. Um, a League Grand Final. Just before I get a tip off you for the Champions League, uh, Melbourne City and Western United. Uh, to be honest, um, it's goes really missing at, at the moment. Not, I mean, people that. Love the A League and a passionate about the A League. we watching it, but it's really, in terms of a general sports fan, just it's gone completely under the radar with the NRL, the AFL, and all the other sport going on at the moment.
2: Yeah, it has. It has. Unfortunately, I think football in this in this country has taken a bit of a backward step uh, on quite a few notes. You know, obviously the Socceroos mm. have been a little bit disappointing, and that's been well documented. The Matildas have been absolutely fantastic. Uh, as, but uh, in terms of the soccer rules and men's football, it's, it's gone a bit pear-shaped. I think the A League is is you know also gone a little bit off as well um, in comparison to the W League. There seems to be a lot more marketing, a lot more interest around the W League, which is fantastic for the women's game. But the men's game uh, in the A League at the moment, the crowd numbers are dropping this season, and I think the overall interest when you talk to football fans uh, in around the country, they don't really seem to. You have much of an interest in, in the A League, unfortunately. Mm. It doesn't do a lot to, to drum itself up in terms of uh, popularity. I think the style of football, when you ask a lot of football fans, what is it about the A League that you don't like, who you just don't gravitate towards? And all oh, I'm just say it's, it's just the style of football. They just find it very hard to watch on the eye. It's just not fast paced. It's not, you know, technically, there's a lot of problems there as well. Some players just aren't, you know, fizzing the ball around the path and controlling it all that well. and. The shots seem to be going everywhere over the bar. It's almost like they're playing AFL. So, you know, really it's um, it's, it's a shame because that that quality of football, the lack of quality of football is mm. probably what fans are recognising the most. And then they're trying to pay them for, for, you know, obviously tickets are quite expensive. You've got to pay for food. Family of four going to the football league at the moment. They're probably thinking, well, really, what's the what's the value I'm getting out of that? And uh, it's a shame because, you know, we want to promote the game in, in, in Australia as much as we can. And the only way to do that is having an exciting you know, domestic league, and that domestic league, there, you know, can make our soccer rules a lot stronger going forward in the future as well it's on the national stage. But mm. at the moment, uh, none of those boxes are being ticked, and uh, the A League is is really a step behind the, yep. uh, the NRL, as you mentioned, and the AFL.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Uh, in thirty seconds or less, Liverpool or Real Madrid on Sunday morning.
2: Uh, I think I think Real Madrid. Uh, I think Real Madrid, I just think from what I've seen on the weekend with Liverpool, I just have a feeling that they might be gassed at the moment now, and that two or three weeks of relaxation for Real Madrid to focus on the Champions League I think will put them in good stead there. Carlo Ancelotti, he's been at this big stage before, he's a maestro winning the uh, the Champions League, I think this is the fifth Champions League he will win Mm. if they win on the weekend, so I just think Liverpool are, are, are just running on fumes at the moment from what I saw in the Wolves game, and and some some disappointing and some scary signs ahead for for this game against Real Madrid. They can't afford to be off the pace, and I think they might just be slightly a little you know behind Real Madrid in a few areas.
0: All right, five am on Sunday morning we'll all be watching. Thank you, John, Stay on the line there. I want uh, just to have a quick chat with you off air, but uh, we will talk to you maybe Monday morning and review that uh, weekend of football. Fantastic, Dan, looking forward to it. Jonathan Gallo, our football expert, knows everything uh, about football. A stack of texts there, I'll get to them in just a second. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 70. Your chance to win a Valvoline t-shirt this morning. Uh, great sporting families in any sport. As I said, stack of texts there, I'll get to them in a second. As well as that, we will talk French Open with Brett Phillips on the other side of this. It's 13 past 5. Yeah, it's 17 past 5. Stack of texts there, I promise I'll get to all of them in just a second are talking great sporting families this morning 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 i'll get to them in a few minutes but before that time for a french open update another busy day it's thanks to b solar let the sun pay for your electricity visit Solar to learn more sen tennis expert brett phillips is on the line and well we did get one australian victory overnight morning brett
1: yeah, morning, Dan. Yeah, we did. Uh, we needed it. It came late in the day. Uh, but well done to Daria Seville. Mm. Look, she's going to be back in the top 100 in the blink of an eye at Dasher. Uh, she got to world number 20 when the body was fit and healthy, had the injury problems, but she's back today, knocking out the two-time Wimbledon champion, Petra Kvitova, in just over an hour, uh, four and two straight sets. Uh, she was uh, magnificent. She only made seven unforced errors in two sets of tennis. So she was... Steady is a rock. Um, yeah, she's got some energy about her. She wants to get, you know, that ranking back in double figures. She's put in a lot of hard work this year. And uh, it was a good result after he lost to uh, Isla Tomlinovich. It was a little bit agonizing after a great first-round win. They Lost in three to Gracheva, the Russian um, 71 in the world. So, that'll yeah, she'd be devastated with that, to be honest, Isla, after such a, a good scalp in the first round. And, and Jason Kerbler was always going to find it pretty tough against Cameron Norrie, 10th seed from GB going down in three. So, yeah, mixed fortunes in the singles action and a few in the doubles that got through for Australia.
0: I think people forget, Daria, what was it, Brett, about four or five years ago, had a really good run at the Australian Open. Very talented player, Mm -hmm. as you said, just plagued a bit by injuries.
1: Yeah. Yeah, before, before she got injured, I mean, she... You know, as I said, she got to twenty in the world. Mm. It was a mighty effort, and um, you know, built low to the ground, uh, not big in stature, not the biggest serve. But she, she's got a heart, like Demonor on the men's side. I mean, I remember speaking to Dasha when I went across to Indian Wells this year, and she said, "I just want to become that player in the draw again that you don't want to play." Mm. And it, it's so true. You see her on the other side thinking, "I've got to, I've got to execute so many balls because she chases down everything." She makes you play a lot. You've actually got to go out and beat Dasher and, yeah, Kavitova, she really wasn't in the hunt today. So it's a really good scalp.
0: Uh, Carlos Alcaraz, the young team that everyone is talking about, he's fought back from two sets uh, down to win in five sets.
1: What a match. Uh, Look, if you you get a chance today, just look Mm. at the highlights reel. It was unbelievable. That crowd was whipped into the biggest frenzy. So it's, it's the third court at Roland Garros. It's out in this sort of greenhouse area that's mm. surrounded by gardens. It's an extended area of Roland Garros. And I thought the stadium was going to shake to its foundations and just you know, come apart then. I mean, it was incredible. The shot-making, the self-belief of this young guy. He was literally on the canvas today. We thought, okay, he's probably going to get knocked out. Albert ramos Fernola's experienced Spaniard. Uh, he played a great match, but he hung in there, Carlos. And then, you know, he's 19, so he can go the journey. Like the other, you know... Ramos Fignolis is 34. He's tiring, uh, but uh, he looked like he could play another five sets, um, Carlos Alcaraz. So thankfully for the draw, because he is one of the contenders, he stays in. But that's a day, I reckon, that's pretty defining for him in a best-of-five match.
0: And uh, Novak Djokovic cruised through in three sets. Challenged a bit in uh, the last set, but no, too easy for him.
1: Yeah, he looked pretty solid. Yeah, mm. Molchan was good. Um, mm. I don't know if anyone's seen the shot that he played against Alex or last week in uh, Lyon, one of the most incredible tennis shots you've ever seen. Look at that on YouTube. Uh, he went on to make the final. So he was a worthy opponent today, and, um, yeah, he, he tried to take it up to the Joker, but it's like the Berlin Wall, uh, Dan. I mean, it's just the defense <laughs> is so hard to break, mm. and uh, you've got to come up with some pretty special stuff. So, yeah, Djokovic got through. Uh, El Carrez very uh, survived two sets to love Dan to come through a lot of five setters today and mm. um, some uh, yeah really big results you earn your stripes and you earn your mm. victories on the clay that's for sure
0: yeah definitely all right thank you Brett we'll hear you throughout the morning on SEN and we'll have another chat again tomorrow morning pleasure thank you Dan Brett Phillips our SEN tennis expert doing great stuff with here here. At here with us at SEN and also on Channel 9. That's all thanks to B Solar. Let the sun pay for your electricity. Visit b.solar to learn more. Coming up to 22 past 5. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. To your text now asking for your chance to win a Valvoline uh, t-shirt. Um, what is the best sporting family? Great sporting families. Uh, not just here in Australia but around uh, the world. Jason will kick us off saying good morning Dan. Tonight I'll be attending. Listen In Melbourne, I'll be attending uh, the Storm vs. Sea Eagles game at Amy uh, Park. Uh, Attend most of the games and try to go right around Australia. Thank you, Jason. Yes, uh, it's going to be an intriguing game tonight between uh, Melbourne and Manly. Look, you'd think Melbourne bounced back. Manly, who now without Tom Trevojevic, and I think, I know they got a couple of wins earlier on in the year without Tommy Turbo, but now to do it for the rest of the season – Uh, He's not coming back. It's very, very hard to see Manley. I I personally don't think they can make the eight without him uh, for a long period of time. In terms of this game, though, Melbourne very rarely lose two in a row. They're not back to full strength tonight, but back at Amy Park, uh, you'd expect a decent crowd there on a Thursday night. Uh, I find it very hard to see anything but a Melbourne victory, who themselves have been very, very um, down. Um, themselves. They were uh, pretty poor against the Panthers in Magic Round and uh, not that good against the Cowboys either. So I expect them to bounce back. I cannot see them losing three in a row, but you never know. He also says, uh, what about cricket? Jeff Marsh, Sean Marsh and uh, Mitchell Marsh. Thank you, Jason. Great text. Anthony says, sporting families are the Ruffles, mum and dad tennis champs, son and daughter professional golfers and the quarters. Yeah, Brandy mentioned them the other day. Also, tennis and golf. Thank you, Anthony. Great suggestions. Um. Rob says the number one family again has to be the Corder family. Uh, Father Petra Corder, tennis. Daughters Jessica and Nally, golf. Son Stephen, tennis. Yes, uh, a lot of popular nominations for the Corder family. Thank you, Rob. Uh, Brett says, morning, Dan. Uh, two noms for sporting families. The Wars. Yeah, Steve, Mark, Danny, and Dean in cricket. Are very hard to go past, especially Steve and Mark War. I'll still always remember uh, when was it, 2003, that century when when Steve War uh, on the last uh, day, uh, last ball of the day against England, when he was under pressure to lose his spot. Um, and that innings was something that if you were watching or if you were lucky enough to be at the SCG that day, I don't think you'll ever uh, forget. He also says also uh, the Barretts, Kane, and Scott and Geordie in Rugby Union. Thank you, Brett. Appreciate that. And said, "Hi," or says, Hi, Dan. I would put my vote into the Thornett family from the 60s and 70s. John played rugby for Australia, captaining 16 times, was also a champion swimmer and represented New South Wales in water polo. Ken played rugby league for Australia. Dick represented Australia in three sports, rugby union, rugby league and water polo in the 1960 Rome Olympic Games. Interestingly, he was banned from competing further in swimming and water polo after he turned professional to play rugby league in 1962. Thank you, Joval uh, Treeman. Thank you for all the text. Keep them coming in. Great sporting families or anything in sport. Doesn't just have to be that. But uh, if you want to uh, make a suggestion, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 past five. Now through the rest of the round of the NRL, and we will look at this more closely tomorrow, Uh, Charlie Goodsoe will join me at the top of the show to preview. We'll we'll look back at tonight's game and preview all the action of round 12 of the NRL. But it does begin tonight, as we know. Storm up against Manly. Looking forward to that one. And then 6 p.m. tomorrow night. This is going to be a beauty. Pat, this Cowboys first play third uh, out there at Penrith Stadium, Bluebet Stadium. Joel Kane, Scott Sattler, and Mark Carroll will bring this one to you. Uh, That should be a great game. Followed by the 7.55pm game tomorrow night, which is up at Suncorp Stadium where the Broncos take on the Gold Coast Titans. Then on Saturday, three games, Warriors up against the Knights. You'll hear this one with Jimmy Smith, Timmy Manor and Anthony Seabold. That's from 3pm on Saturday. At 5.30pm the Rabideaus will take on the Tigers. Crucial game, um, and as I said we'll go more into it tomorrow, but crucial game for both of these teams. Uh, in particular, South but the Tigers uh, We rumours about Jackson Hastings, we're not not entirely sure if he'll take the field, but that's an important game for both teams. And another important game, 7.30 Saturday night out there at Shark Park where the Cronulla Sharks take on the Sydney Roosters. The Sharks, uh, they beat the Titans without being any sort of convincing uh, against them on Sunday. The Roosters... Uh, they were all right for 30 minutes against Penrith and then uh, lost that game. And the Roosters sitting in seventh position, so an important game for them. And then on Sunday to round out round 12 of the NRL, we've got the Bulldogs and the Dragons. That's at 2 p.m. And then from 4 p.m., it'll be the Canberra Raiders up against the Parramatta Reals, And you'll hear that on SEN with Mark Braybrook, Gary Belcher, and Scott Sattler. But as I say, uh, we will have a further look at that with Charlie Goodsir and we'll preview round 12 of the NRL in more detail tomorrow. 27 past 5. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 is the number to get in contact. Uh, Now, a bit of signing news, which you would have heard here on SEN uh, yesterday. The Parameter Reels, uh, they have uh, reportedly poached Panthers young gun Jermaine Hopgood in a boost to... Uh, they're depleted Ford stocks for 2023. Now, Andrew, Adrian Brasenko revealed uh, yesterday afternoon here in SCN that the Eels are set to announce the signing of Hopgood immediately. Uh, I think the Eels will trumpet something pretty soon. We know they are looking to bolster their Ford stocks. The 23-year-old, he's played seven games for the Panthers since his debut in 2021. And Bronco's young guard, Herbie uh, Farnworth, has declared he wants the number one jersey after signing a new one-year deal to remain at Red Hill. Uh, the 19-year-old's ambition puts him in direct competition with Bronco sensation Selwyn Cobbo, who is seen as a future fullback, and Timari Marden, who has stepped into the full Back role as well. Farnworth, who was chased by several NRL clubs, including the Dolphins, before signing a new deal, has also started working one on one with Broncos legend Darius Boyd in a bid to hone his skills. At fullback. Uh, and also on the Dolphins, pretty sure I saw them tweet yesterday. Uh, you and Aitken will be joining them uh, for 2023 and beyond. So, a handy pickup there in terms of on the field for the Dolphins. 28 and a half past five, 0457 736 736, or 1300 01170. Just on the Broncos as well. Uh, Vossi and Brandy will be speaking to Kevin Wallace this morning, as will uh, Patton Hills up there in Queensland as well. Uh, 0457 736 736. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Keep those text calls coming in, asking great sporting families on this Thursday morning for your chance to uh, win a Valvoline uh, t shirt. T shirt oh uh, four five seven seven three six seven three six. We'll get to more of your text shortly. It's twenty nine past five. It is, and it's seven and a half to six o'clock. Don't forget, this season, Makita helps you rule the outdoors. Coming up after 6am through 1170 Sydney is Vossi and Brandy. Great Alexander is with me. Morning, Brandy. Uh, morning, Dan. Now, sporting families. I, 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 we touched on this a couple yes. of days ago, didn't we? When we spoke about the, the quarter family, mm. um, Nelly, Jessica. One's, one's ranked second in the world. One's 14th in the world. And then Sebastian... Who took? Uh, now, did he beat John Millman? Ah, uh, um, yes, he did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's in the top twenty, so they're quite a family. And of course, uh, Peter Corder was a Grand Slam winner. We will speak to um, one quarter mm. of a famous sporting family, Kevin Walters, of course, Steve and um, brother mm. Kerrod and son Billy, mm. and we'll talk to him about the Broncos, who are looking to make it six in a row when they take on the Titans next uh, on Friday night. Doing very well, Uh, Kevin Walters, up there. Just before I let you go, here's a text Sporting family, the Smoots of Bexley. Dallas. Yeah, very famous. Dallas, the dad played bowls for Beverly Hills D Grade at the age of 72. Wife Enid swam the Cooks River Channel in 17 hours after her rescue. And son Minnie once fell over while riding on as an NRLW mascot and broke his left little toe. Famous family. Very famous family, the southwest of Sydney, yes. Exactly, no name to the that smoot. text. Uh, very disappointing. Thank you, Brady. We'll hear from you after six. See you, Dan. Uh, Greg Alexander, Andrew Voss through 1170 Sydney to take you through the breakfast show. Up in Queensland is Pat and Heels on 1620 Gold Coast and S They'll also have a chat with Kevin Waters throughout the course of their show as well. Tomorrow on our show, we'll talk tennis with Brett Phillips and we'll review tonight's game and preview the rest of round 12 of the NRL uh, with Charlie Goodsir. keep those calls texts coming in for Vossi and Brandy in Sydney oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 three hundred oh. 11170 Anthony you win the prize today and I'll catch you tomorrow morning from 5am
1: When making the double chicken deluxe at Maccas we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese tomato and aioli so we doubled it chicken and maccas together and loving it Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10 30 a.m. for a limited time only. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, stuff is helping mental health too. Find stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.